Hey, B. Hey, T. So remember way back when when I was huffing and puffing, talking about I'm not going to do president voting anymore. I'm going to try to do local. Yeah. The time has come. It has. It's here. So what June... can you do for your community? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. So uh, June 22nd is our primary election for New York. Mm -hmm. The all the borough presidents, um, the uh, comptroller the city council, the public advocate, and the mayor. So early voting starts June 12th to June 20th, and then the election is going to be June 22nd. So if you may not be able to get there June 22nd, you have until the 12th to start voting early. Yeah, you got a good window. So in the mail, I got this book, and it basically is like a voter guide, and it just tells you what all of our elected officials are supposed to do. And I am today years old when I realize what these elected officials are supposed to do. So the mayor, um, he leads our city's government. They propose the city's budget, sign or veto bills that are passed by the city council and appoint leaders and set policy for city agencies, including the school chancellor and the police commissioner. They also manage the city land, which impacts affordable housing, mm. public parks and street cleaning. The mayor serves four years and can serve up to two consecutive terms. So the Blasio has been here for eight years. Right. And I was like, oh, OK, so. You know, with so 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 when you see all these commercials for the New York City mayor and they're like, we're trying to get affordable housing, we're trying to do all these things and do the, all that stuff. So now I know that they manage the city land, which impacts affordable housing and public parks. So when you see parks getting cleaned up or when you see streets looking a hot mess, especially now in the summertime, I don't know what happens. It's just dirty. It's trash everywhere. everywhere. It's trash everywhere. Uh, excuse me, de Blasio. Testing is this thing on? <laughs> the garbage is everywhere, everywhere in Brooklyn. It's disgusting. Yeah. In the street cleaning, it's disgusting in Brooklyn. The public advocate um, is a non-voting member of the city council who introduced and co-sponsors bills. They also provide oversight for city agencies and investigate citizens' complaints about city services. Great. If the mayor leaves office, the public advocate will act as mayor until a special election is held. The public advocate serves for four years and can serve up to two consecutive terms. So the public advocate is basically the vice mayor. Right. They kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. And that's very important because housing, uh, the cleanliness of our neighborhoods, diseases, all of this yeah. is really important. So I didn't realize, you know, how important a mayor is, but... I'm glad like you got this little packet. I wish I did, but um, that's the Bronx great. testing, testing the Bronx. <laughs> are you <laughs> are you listening? So the comptroller is the city's financial chief officer. They audit city agencies and contracts, prevent abuses in city contract. They manage budgets and issue city bonds and manage city trusts and pension funds. They also advise the mayor and city council on the city's financial condition and make recommendations about fiscal policies and financial transactions. The comptroller serves four years and can serve up to two consecutive terms. So I, like this, this book is amazing. It's, it's putting everything into perspective. Like yeah. the comptroller is basically the, the, the financial officer, you know, managing the budget. You know, the public advocate is a step down from the mayor. The mayor is managing the city land. The borough president 
there is one president for each of the five boroughs and each borough president serves as an advocate for their borough. They consult with the mayor on an annual executive budget, provide grants to local organizations, advise on rezoning, and appoint representatives to the city planning commission and community boards. Again, the Brooklyn Borough Presidents or the Queensborough, Staten Island Borough, the borough president serves four years and can serve up to two consecutive terms. So for me, I think this book is really important because it go it brings knowledge into the community that we might not be aware yes. of. Like I literally did not I was today years old when I found out there was a borough president. No, you no. I promise you, I did not know. How B, you gonna tell me? B, please don't do that. I'm sorry, y'all. I was not educated <laughs> in this. I did not know there was a borough president. I didn't know there was a controller, yeah. like a, like none of these things. I literally thought it was a mayor and that's it. Um, the borough president now, ah, oh man, I forgot his name, but when I first started working at the school, mm -hmm. when I got to the second campus, not the first campus, I got to the second campus, they were like, the Brooklyn Borough president, the Bronx Borough president is such and such. Like the kindergartners knew who the Bronx Borough Oh, so you attacked me that kindergartners knew, but I didn't. Oh my God. She come from my intelligence, y'all. <laughs> I'm just, I've never been into politics, but yeah. I've kind of become more aware that it's my duty to care about how my community is. And yes. these are people who can literally change my community. Like we said before, the president is not going to go into Bronzeville, whatever. <laughs> the president is not going to go into our boroughs and really make change. He's yes. going to make universal change. But I'm the one who can control the change in my community of how clean or dirty it is, residential living areas, parks. And so I just became more knowledgeable. Yeah. The last part. So don't attack my intelligence oh. and compare it to kindergartners. Oh, y'all. No. All right. <laughs> go ahead the city council is the legislative or lawmaking branch of the new york city's government mm. city council members introduce and vote on bills negotiate and approve the city's budget monitor city agencies and make decisions about the growth and development of our city each city council member represents one of the 51 new york city council districts and each of these districts represent neighborhoods within a borough. The city council members typically serve four years and can serve up to two consecutive terms. City council members elected in 2021 will serve a two year term following the 2020 census. City council districts will be withdrawn, will be redrawn to adjust the changes in population. In 2023, candidates will run for a two year term in newly redrawn districts. In 2025, four-year city council terms will resume. So that little blurb right there, I need to dig further in that. But I didn't know, I was today years old, when there were 51 New York City council districts. I didn't know there were so many. Wow. 51. Amazing. But Amazing. that's what we need. We need... I just feel like we as a community, we're not versed in these things. We mm -hmm. don't know what these things are. We don't know how to help our community. And I really believe that we do want to help our community. We just don't know the roles and people that can get us there. And yes. this book does that. Yes. So I hope that you guys in Brooklyn, well, Brooklyn obviously got the book because the Bronx didn't. <laughs> but <laughs> Watch your book is in the mail. Watch your book is in the mail. But the other boroughs, I really hope that we in New York really try to take a stance and change because I really feel like people who are into this are like our parents and like the older generation. And we kind of have to kind of 
have more of a say in what goes on in our communities. Mm -hmm. Do you want more parks for your children? Vote for the person who's going to give you that. Do you want a cleaner living area? Vote for the person who's going to give you that. We can no longer leave this up to people in their 70s and 80s to make these choices for us. Or different community demographics to leave this up to us. Yes. Yes. So now New York is trying something new called ranked choice voting. Which I love personally. Ranked choice voting, you can vote up to five times. You know, if, if you have candidates A, B, C, D, E, and F, if you want candidate F to be your first choice, you would vote him as one. If you want a candidate E to be your uh, second choice, you would vote him as two. If you want a candidate D to be your third choice, you would vote her as three. You know, and um, starting in 2021, New York City will use ranked choice voting in primary and special elections for city offices. With ranked choice voting, you can rank up to five candidates in order of preference instead of choosing just one. This gives you more of a say in who gets elected and who is leading to and, and who can lead to more diverse candidate winnings. So I have I like this, but then I don't because this is good for people who actually care and they're going to be conscious about who they put one, two, three, four, five. But then it's dangerous for people who probably are just going to pick one candidate and randomly do the others. And it's also dangerous because, you know, you, you, you may get a ballot box and you see candidates a, and you're like, what is this? Because mm -hmm. people don't watch commercials or people don't check their mail. People are not versed in their government. Here we go again. You know I didn't check my mailbox. <laughs> She's coming for me. I cannot. <laughs> no, but I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Like, even me, you ever took a survey and the survey's so long, you just start putting random stuff just yes. to get it over with? Yes. Sorry to these surveys. But it's the same thing with this. People might be like, look, I have my first candidate, everybody else, I don't care. And then the data is going to be misconstrued. Yes. So this is dangerous for those who don't really care about the process, but great for those who are going to give us actual information and they read up and done their research on the candidates. And you don't have to do all the candidates. You can do three. Yeah. You can do one. You can do four. You don't have to do all the candidates. Yeah. So um, ranked choice voting. Oh, well, why, why are we using it? So New York elected to use... New Yorkers elected to use ranked choice voting in 2009. It passed with a 73% rate. So... Okay. Um, I, and, and this is in different states, but I think that we're just going to guinea pig this and see how it goes. If there's any type of confusion, you know, then they could scratch it. So the candidate who, who receives the majority of votes wins. Okay. And now we, we went through the, the mayor and, you know, the public advocate and what do they do? So the front runners for the mayor is Eric Adams. Eric Adams was my borough president. And, you know, okay, <laughs> now she knows her borough presidents, y'all. <laughs> Go ahead. He was the borough president and his top three issues are public health, economy and public safety. So, you know, mm, he's, that last part. Yeah, because he used to be a cop. And he was the police captain. He he worked his way up to a uh, borough president. Now he wants to be the mayor. I wouldn't be shocked if he's trying to go further to like government or president Presidency, one day. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, the, the 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 top three though: public health, 
economy and public safety, I think they all go together. I, I would assume that public health is a mental health crisis because every day on the MTA, someone's getting attacked mm. or the homeless population is growing in New York City. I don't know what de Blasio was doing. I don't know what Cuomo was huge, doing. Huge, huge growth. It's, it's, it, it's looking crazy out here. Yeah. You know, so, and the homeless population, that contributes to the dirt. I, I feel like it correlates mm-hmm. because if everybody, you know respectfully speaking if everybody had a home to go to they wouldn't be so careless but if you're sleeping on the ground or if you're sleeping on parks or whatever you're just throwing trash you're making a home where you go yeah so that so 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 that builds up the clutter and that looks like, like your outside is unappealing and that's um who's uh, unfortunately going through these garbage bins and just picking and throwing it you think they're gonna put it back in the bins no they don't care like yeah. you said they move on to their next home after they got what they've gotten so that, those three topics do go hand in hand. So it should have been better if he just picked things that were distinctly different. But who's our next? Um, well, 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 to your point, they all go hand in hand. And maybe he thinks that this can all help. You know, the, the, the mental health can probably help the economy and the economy can probably help the public safety. And, if, you know, hmm. we put more trust in our police officers and whatnot. Like Eric is going to back the police, but he's going to back the police in in uh objective way i feel Mm -hmm. you know because he comes from that from from that life you know um i've I've seen commercials for sean donovan and his top three issues are economic recovery following the covid crisis closing the racial wealth gap and establishing 15 minutes neighborhood citywide i don't know what that means what does that mean establishing 15 minute neighborhoods citywide i don't know what that means sean I don't know what that means. I, I, a I, neighborhood watch or why only 15 minutes? <laughs> we don't know. I don't know. Um, so that means we're going to go do our research. Yes, that means we're going to do our research. Another candidate is Catherine Garcia. And I've seen her commercial. She was adopted into a mixed racial family household. So she's white. So she has a last name, Garcia, whatever. Her top three issues are strong economic and recovery and reopening. Uh, solve affordable health crisis. And fight climate change. Yes. Oh, my goodness. You don't believe in climate change? I believe in climate change, but I don't think that has anything to do with on the... That's not my top three. Okay, that... Yes, that... We're not going to have a planet to... Why you got me riled up? We're not going to have a planet to live in if we don't start to care for it. So I really do think climate change should be one of our top three things to care about. Top five? I think it would be top five. I like. Okay. I feel like my, my perfect top What's three... What's your top three? Come on. My perfect top three, not even, like, figuring out what everybody else is doing. Um, I, I, I would work on the public health, okay. and I would work on the public safety, but I would put that in the same boat. But, yeah. Like, public health, public safety, you know, I would do that. I would do um, some type of ec- um, economy relief, not a bailout. But, like, try to get the grants going so people could get their small businesses going to, you know, repopulate and, you know, replenish the city or mm-hmm. the state. And um, another top three would probably just be, um, yeah. I don't know. Pick one that they have. <laughs> Homelessness, maybe, working on that? Well, that's public health. Okay. Um, I think those are good ones to have because those are issues that we have. And your third one could be climate change, but let's leave it I guess, there. I guess education. Education. I would hope so. Former educator. Yes. But um, listen, the hostility, <laughs> the hostility. The hostility. 
so Ray Ray McGuire, mm -hmm. he's another candidate. Hold on, his name is Raymond. Y'all 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 nicknames? Raymond. Ray. He said Ray like y'all friends. His name is Raymond. Raymond McGuire is running for. The commercials say Ray McGuire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the tension is real over here. There's no tension. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. So his top three issues are jobs and opportunity, mm -hmm. public safety, and good schools. I like this. These are good top three. That's a good top three. Yeah. Because, because of COVID, you know, the children are at least one, two grades back. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, Cuomo opens up the schools and whatnot for September, that's going to be the true testament to see how delayed the kids will be. Yes. Um, I, like, are they going to start grading on a curve going forward until they can't? I don't know. But we'll see what that, what, what that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, an, another, um, candidate is Scott Stringer and his top three issues are pandemic recovery, bringing New York city back, universal affordable housing and children, childcare classrooms and after school. This childcare classrooms and after school I'm not sure what that's about. Is it the class sizes? Because that, God knows, class sizes need to go down. Mm -hmm. After school, like, what does that look like? Are, are we still funding after school programs? I don't think he's talking... Things like that. I don't think he's talking about classrooms. When he says childcare, I think he means, like, uh, like being able to find daycares and stuff for parents. Not necessarily going into the classroom. But I could be wrong. But again, my research. Oh, dang. What? I just I just figured out my third thing. It's not so so. Okay. Okay. So I, I have the public health and I have the public safety together. Yes. I have. I forgot <laughs> what I said. So so let's just start again. So public health, public safety. I like I'm I'm gonna be selfish and and I would do um student loan forgiveness for for Black African Americans. <laughs> uh -huh. I'm dead serious. Student loan forgiveness for Black African Americans. There's people who are still paying student loan debt and they're in their 50s, their 60s, they're still paying student You can't live a successful, fruitful life with paying all this debt. debt, you know? And it's like, I feel like if you relieve that debt, then going forward, you can build up your economy better. Mm -hmm. And black people drive the economy. So what way would we... That that like like that would benefit New York State if New York State absolved the student loan debt for anybody that checked the Black African American box went to at least a four year college like masters and I understand people say oh you're on your own masters doctorate whatever at least a four year because people couldn't even progress because they got stuck at the four year mm -hmm. from paying off the debt they could they couldn't do it that'd be a good one and to then, have what's um, the last one education. In what terms? In what terms? Uh, children's education, like, um, like, like class the other size. guys, yeah, like Stringer, class sizes, childcare, after school, things like that. But that gets so blurry because I'm not a babysitter and I'm not gonna be treated as such. Like, we need to be working together in the community. Mm -hmm. So I would say, kind of like building the community up. You know, bringing the village back into the community, being bringing the community back into the people's lives or whatever, because it's just, it's too much. It's too much going on. There's too much. Um, Maya Wiley, her top three issues are city funds creating $100,000 100, jobs, 
$5,000 payments to caretakers and public safety and police accountability. So that, that, so that would be the public health and the public safety, public safety and police accountability. Right. You know, um, so, so they're, they're, so, so they're trying to, um, make the police accountable. They're, 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 they're trying to let, to, they're trying to take their immunity away. You know, we did a pod on that a while ago. And, you know, times are changing. But the whole city funding creating 100,000 jobs. 100,000 what jobs? Nobody wants a traditional job anymore. Yeah. Uh, that I would counteract on with her just because it's like a lot of, like you said, people don't want traditional jobs. A lot of people want to be their own bosses. A lot of people are going off and being entrepreneurs. Yes. So what, yeah, how are you going to create that many jobs? And she should be more specific. Maybe we should create more of, um, medical jobs and room for medical things and sanitation jobs. Because if we live in a cleaner area, then there's less health concerns, mm-hmm. especially with the virus. So if she's creating medical jobs, uh, sanitation jobs, uh, teacher jobs where there's less classroom size, less children in the classroom, then I'm there for it. But if you're just going to pump out more McDonald's, hair salons, whatever, I don't care about yeah, those jobs I'm, I'm or not, laundromats. I'm not here for it. Right. Ooh, don't come at my laundromat now. That's <laughs> my dream. I know that's your dream. It'll be reality. Make money in my sleep. I know. A 24-hour laundromat. I can wake up a few thousand dollars richer. Don't come in Okay, see, look at the selfishness coming out. <laughs> Think about the community. But, um, yeah, these are some good candidates. Again, we didn't name all of them. There are yeah, we, so many. Yeah, we didn't many, name all of them. But we picked a few of each demographic background. And now, well, the, the last one, of course, is Andrew Yang. He... Uh, notoriously, not notoriously like as, as a bad thing, but he ran for president. And he got pretty far in his campaign for presidency. Um, and his um, top three issues are pursuing a recovery for all, ensuring safe neighborhoods, and alleviating poverty. Mm. So I think he's going to try to do the whole payout thing that he tried to do as a president. He said that he could guarantee every American citizen $1,000 or $1,500 a month. Uh, for yeah. how long? For, 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 for the life. Andrew, we support no. <laughs> <laughs> Um Wow. You know, because they do that in certain states. And I know they do that in Alaska because my college roommate, she was Alaskan and she came up to Buffalo. So she went from cold to cold. <laughs> so she was basically saying, like, they, they pay you to live in Alaska. Wow. Monthly. You get a monthly stipend to, to live, live in Alaska. To live in Alaska. Because ain't nobody else going to live there. I like the cold, so I would go there any day. How much they pay? <laughs> I, mean, like, I don't know. I don't let's know. go over much. there. Um, okay. And then we have two Republicans. So they were all, these all candidates that I named off, they were Democrats. And now we have the two Republicans. We have Fernando Mateo, and he's Dominican. So his top three issues are public safety, small business economic recovery, and reforming government efficiency efficiency transparency and accountability okay oh so they give you like a little blurb of background information and this man is the founder of toys for tots you ever heard of toys? oh yeah that's so, great so he's already been charitable and giving fernando yes fernando wow and 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 the thing about this is republicans get such a bad rep yeah as you know whatever they want to be but it's people like us and people like this where we can like kind of like bridge the gap and bring others over to just even consider it. Yeah. So now we have Curtis Silwa and he's also Republican, but I think he's also part. I, I think he served because of the hat that he wears. I, I think he served. Mm-hmm. Um, 
His top three issues are crime, safety, and quality of life, property tax disparity, outer boroughs, and maintaining advanced public and maintaining advanced learning public schools. He's like, forget the charters. <laughs> forget the privates. Yeah. Okay. Um, that seems like a very broad oh, spectrum. Oh, he's, he's the... I know who this man is. Who is he? I know who this man is. In the little blurb, it says, um, 42 years of volunteer service and preventing crime and making communities safer as founding as founder and president of the Guardian Angels. So the Guardian Angels... A little backstory. The Guardian Angels, they were um, kind of like a pro bono community-based organization where they went and fought crime along with the police. When Really? Yeah, kind of like when the mob was like going crazy and going haywire. You yeah. had the, um, the Guardian Angels of New York, and they, they had a uniform. They had to get up, and they would go around, and people would feel protected by the Guardian Angels. I love that. These two Republicans have a nice little background. Yeah, of, of service in the community. Yes. One is doing donations for toys and one is literally with these hands. And I... <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I'm pretty sure this man has gotten attacked. Of course. Like, no, like I'm pretty sure he's gotten attacked. Um, there's been documentaries about the guardian angels and things like that. I, I didn't know, I, like, you know, that this book is very informative. So that's, you know, the, um, just of it. That's the mayor. So now you have the public advocate and, you know, we already described what they're doing and the, how the public advocate directly serves in hand in hand with the mayor. Right. So, you know, if, if, if one of these candidates can't make it, then you have, um, Others to step in. Others to step in, but they're all Democrats. And then you have the comptroller, which is basically the 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 the, the chief advisor or whatever, the, the the chief financial officer. And there's there's a lot of candidates for comptroller. The the Brooklyn Borough President and then the City Council. There's so there's so many people to choose from. Yeah. You know, and there's so much research to do this on. But I will say Going forward, mm -hmm. for us to be a better community, and that goes for the governor, the mayor, the the advisor, the comptroller, borough president, the borough president, the city council, everything. They all have to be aligned. They all have to be like minded, yeah. and that doesn't mean they all have to be Republican or they all have to be Democratic. They yeah. all have to be like minded. De Blasio and Cuomo are Democrats, and they can't get along. Mm -hmm. They're like. Oil and water. Excuse my language. They like they've they've had a they they've had a long-standing dick contest, uh, and neither one of them is hard. Neither one of them is big. Uh, neither one of them is. They're not doing what they're supposed to do. They on soft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you just set the jokes up. <laughs> I can't with. I can't. I can't today. Um. Yeah. Like they're 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 the in-house fighting. Yeah. And the back and forth. It's just it's just petty, and it makes New York look bad. I'd rather have. Maybe a Republican mayor sit in that seat and work with Cuomo or a Democratic woman sit in that seat and work with Cuomo. Then, you know, having somebody, that, oh, wow, they're, they're both white men or they're both Democrats and they can do this and they can do that. Every, every little bit of the um, community of, 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 of the voting, mm -hmm. they all have to go together, you know? 
Yeah, I think that's a important point point you made. Like we don't need every we don't need all of these rules to be Democrats. It's okay to have some Republicans and sometimes Republicans get things done, you know? Again, sometimes Democrats offer you promises and Republicans offer you results. Again, not and it could be vice versa too. So we just have to be open-minded, make sure we do our research because we're always talking about on the podcast, you know, what can we do to help our community? This is it. Yeah, your this vote is it. really matters. And um, this is how you help your community. You don't have to go out there and physically go and clean your community. Vote for the people who are going to help you to make these choices to clean your community. You know what? And it's funny you said that because my community looks a hot yes. mess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant my community. <laughs> And I said to my little brother, <laughs> I was just talking to him one day. We were walking. And I said, I think I'm going to get um, a, a broom and a dustpan. I was thinking that. And sweep the community. And Melo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end it there. My, my brother said, my brother said, don't do that. That's not your job. Don't do that. And I understand what he was saying. Yes. But I think he understood what I was saying, too. Yeah, it looks a hot, hot mess. mess. It looks disgusting. It's chicken everywhere. It's cigarette packets. It literally looks, y'all in other states, it literally looks like someone took a garbage and just threw it out in the air. You know, like, it's raining meatballs, cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> it's raining trash in the Bronx. No, 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 it's no, raining no. trash in Brooklyn. It's- Especially where T lives. <laughs> it's raining dead birds where i live yes the birds are dying i don't know if they're getting hit i don't know i don't know i don't know yeah it's scary it is we we have to do better i like that you want to go and clean it up but you don't if you want again anyone could do whatever they want for their community but again vote for these people who are going to make a difference in your community so i feel like the most important role is the mayor and your borough president yeah so for my new yorkers where you at? Rise up, New York. <laughs> it's just, it's just, oh my God. You know, we can, we can like get at the public advocate and the comptroller because the uh, street sweepers and the NYCHA and all these people, they're supposed to be getting paid to clean. So the, so, so, so the financing, something's off there. Yeah. You know, and, and the public advocate, we can go to our public, our public advocate and say, these places look horrible. Like, can you help us? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's not even the fact that they'll say no. It's that some of the times they've never been approached by people like us. They've always been approached by other communities or other genders or other, other age groups. Uh, other, yes, because, you know, we're still young. <laughs> but you're right. They've been approached by everybody but us mm-hmm. to try to make their community look better or try to make their uh, people sound better. Like, it's... it's Oh, my God. And we're only asking for a week of your time. You know, we're not like you can go back to your Cardi B's and your rap music later. <laughs> yeah. Respectfully, like we really have to make a choice. Oh, let me to cut you community. off. Where they at? Yes. Where they at? Yes. You got mad New Yorkers. That was Cardi B from the Bronx. And you got all these other people. Where y'all at? Crickets. Mm-hmm. But y'all would. But y'all get paid to be a Biden's butt. Or be up uh, Bernie's butt or Trump's butt. Like, like where y'all at? Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Agreed. This is what this is what Nick Cannon was talking about. This, this is, is what, what matters. matters. Yes, wholeheartedly. I like, and, and then that's the thing that frustrates me. Like, y'all got all these, y'all got all this time for every four years, but this four years, but that where should, y'all at? That should tell you that again. Wake up. 
these celebrities are pandering to you. Yes. And these officials that we just named, again, the others we didn't name, they are here to make a difference and they're not pandering to you. They're trying to make a difference and that's just show you, okay, these celebrities are going to pop up when it's presidency and ride under this person, like you said, but where are they when it really matters right now? Yeah. Agreed. Um, I'm so sorry to cut you off. It was just like a whole epiphany. Like, where y'all at? Like, mm-hmm. like what happened? Mm-hmm. What happened? Where was that whole, we got to vote? We'll, like, like, vote or it? die, Diddy, right? Yes. <laughs> With that it? energy. Match that energy for my city controller or my borough president. Where is that energy for the people who are going to make a change in our community? And that's what I'm telling y'all. Do not leave it up to these celebrities. Take your community back in your own hands today. Oh, my God. Take your community back in your own hands it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really not that hard and you like your friends may not be on the, the same bus you're on but you can get off that bus and you can get on a new bus like it's it's not hard to find new like-minded friends mm-hmm. or new people that want to be in the same mindset that you're in there was a rapper i forget his name sorry but he was on the breakfast club and he was like Char- charlamagne i don't know why he's still there <laughs> but charlamagne was like you don't like hood girls Cause you know Charlemagne is always just backwards, and he was like, "No, I love hood girls." He's like, "If you're from my hood, that's that's a plus." But we got to be on the same mindset. Yeah, we you have to be on you have to go forward and be on the same mindset with people. I understand people are your family; they're your friends since y'all was in diapers. Yeah, or y'all in a relationship. I understand that, but if you're like if, if you're not like minded, you can't move forward. There's always gonna be some type of friction. Mm-hmm. Met will push back. Like it's it, it's it's always gonna be like that. Agreed. So so that's just the mayor. Um and and hopefully, you know, uh, like I said, early voting is starting now. And hopefully, you know, we can make a change and get the ball rolling on creating a better New York City. I agree. Yeah.